Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Berkshire Hathaway's Q2 operating earnings soar on strong insurance results, while Sage and Biogen gain approval for postpartum depression treatment. REITs take a hit as negative market reactions impact major indices. AMD falls after earnings, but Morgan Stanley sees it as a buying opportunity. Insurers lead the way among the week's best-performing financial stocks. MidTech anticipates a successful year with significant boost in the first-half device approvals. Earnings play kingmaker as Vertiv emerges as top industrial gainer of the week, while Spirit Aerosystems faces the loser tag. Stay tuned after the short ad break to delve deeper into these headlines. Berkshire Hathaway's second-quarter operating earnings increased by 6.6% year-over-year, primarily due to strong performance in its insurance segment. During the quarter, the company repurchased $1.4 billion of its common stock and held cash reserves totaling $147.4 billion as of June's end. Operating earnings for the second quarter amounted to $10.0 billion, up from $8.7 billion in the previous quarter and $9.42 billion a year ago. Among Berkshire Hathaway's equity holdings, Apple was the largest with a value of $177.6 billion. In summary, Berkshire Hathaway reported net earnings of $35.9 billion for the quarter compared to a loss of $43 million in the same period last year. The U.S. FDA has granted approval to Sage Therapeutics and Biogen Serzuvi, marking it as the first oral treatment for postpartum depression. However, it is important to note that this drug did not receive approval for major depressive disorder due to insufficient effectiveness data. The decision to approve Serzuvi for PPD was based on two studies that demonstrated significant improvement in depression symptoms. Patients can expect the availability of this medication in Q4, which is a significant development considering that prior to this approval, PPD treatment solely relied on intravenous injections. It is worth mentioning that Biogen had previously entered into an agreement with Sage Therapeutics to jointly develop Serzuvi and had made upfront and milestone payments towards this collaboration. This week, real estate investment trusts faced a decline due to negative market reactions. The FTSE Nariat all-equity REITs dropped by 2.19%, while the S&P 500 index fell by 2.27%. The Dow Jones Equity All-REIT Total Return Index experienced a decrease of 2.18%, and the Real Estate Select Sector SPDR ETF Index decreased by 2.16%. Mortgage REITs also declined by 2.75%. Fitch ratings downgraded the U.S.'s long-term rating, contributing to this decline, along with a decrease in job openings according to the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey report for June. Hotel REITs saw a significant decrease of 6.4%, while self-storage and data center REITs were down by 5.58% and 4.9% respectively. Healthcare and residential subsectors experienced a smaller fall of only 0.78%. Shares of AMD, also known as Advanced Micro Devices, experienced a decline following the release of their Q2 results. This news has generated mixed reactions among analysts. However, Morgan Stanley views this as an advantageous opportunity for investors to purchase shares in a company that they believe will surpass the performance of the sector. Analyst Joseph Moore expresses his belief that these results should bring relief to investors. 
he notes that server guidance remains steady year over year and shows an upward trend sequentially. Any concerns regarding AI chip demand and conservative data center commentary may be more related to timing rather than actual demand. Moore anticipates significant revenue from the MI300 chip in the coming year, along with positive advancements in the data center domain. In the past week, financial stocks that saw significant gains were those that exceeded expectations in their latest quarterly earnings. Insurance-focused stocks led the way, with Erie Indemnity surging 25% and NMI Holdings climbing 10%. However, some financial companies experienced drops due to disappointing results or guidance. PayPal Holdings fell 15%, while Banco Bradesco dropped 10%. Credit acceptance and T. Rowe price also saw declines. Overall, the financial select sector SPDR ETF slightly decreased by 0.1% compared to a larger decline in the S&P 500. The United States Food and Drug Administration has recently granted a significant number of approvals for medical technology devices in the first half of 2023. This surge in approvals is potentially the largest seen in the past 10 years. However, it is important to note that the approval process itself has become lengthier, particularly for high-risk devices, which now take an average of three years to gain clearance. The delays experienced in the approval process can be attributed to two main factors, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and the utilization of emergency use authorization pathways. These circumstances have created additional challenges and complexities that have slowed down the overall timeline. During the first half 2023, four diagnostic tests specifically designed for detecting COVID-19 received clearance from the FDA. Additionally, a total of 22 pre-market approvals and humanitarian device exemptions, as well as 23 de novo applications were approved by the agency. To address these challenges and expedite future approvals, a program called Total Product Lifecycle Advisory Program has been implemented. The primary objective of this program is to enhance communication between regulatory agencies like FDA and medical device companies. By improving collaboration and information exchange throughout all stages of product development, it aims to streamline processes and accelerate approval timelines. In summary, while there has been a notable increase in medtech device approvals during the first half 2023, there are also significant delays due to various factors such as COVID-19 impacts and emergency use authorization pathways. Efforts are being made through initiatives like Total Product Lifecycle Advisory Program to improve communication between regulatory bodies and companies with hopes of expediting future approvals. In market news, the industrial select sector concluded its winning streak, finishing the week with a 1.74% decline. The SPDR S&P 500 Trust ETF also experienced a drop of 2.21%. However, it's worth noting that both XLI and SPY remain in positive territory year-to-date. Moving on to the industrial sector's top performers this week, we saw impressive gains from Vertiv, Symbotic, Fluor, Gibraltar Industries, and Oshkosh. Conversely, Spirit Aerosystems, Generac, Insperity, Residio Technologies, and Mastec were among the notable decliners in the industrial sector. Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Stay informed, stay inspired, and join us again next time for more insightful discussions. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. It's time for us to say goodbye until we see each other again tomorrow.
This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Check out our other podcasts in our network at classicstudios.com.